0: Your locked on canucks your daily podcast on the vancouver canucks part of the locked on podcast network your team every day
1: hello welcome to today's episode of locked on canucks part of the locked on podcast network and as always thank you for making locked on canucks uh your first listen of the day my name is nick bondy follow me on twitter at nick bondy i'm joined as always by my brilliant co-host lachlan Irvin. you can follow him on twitter at lock in the crease lachlan uh a bit of a i would say a disappointing effort last night against the uh the minnesota wild all things considered considering it was the first game in front of a crowd in you know 600 days or 500 plus days however many days it's been uh the fact that Minnesota was playing their third game in four nights. I think overall just just a my, my take my general takeaway from that game was just a disappointing effort. And I emphasize effort because I didn't see the effort there first and foremost.
0: No, you sure didn't. You know, we we announced last week that this was going to be our last like show uh doing mm-hmm. lockdown Canucks. I wanted to go think- out with a win Lachlan, and they couldn't yeah. even do that. Yeah and you the, you thought that they would let they would know about it that they would like obviously having knowing that the Canucks listen to the show uh that they would have been like guys we need to win we need to win today because bonnie has got his last <laughs> show today and we need to we need to get tomorrow and we need to get done uh but nope they didn't they didn't feel like it they the the, the effort was so not there and part of that was you know there were definitely parts where it's like okay Minnesota's just clearly team altogether like they're clearly more well-rounded they're clearly faster which being the the key the key component there where they were just torching the Canucks defense uh on like shift after shift with the with their ability to move the puck and their uh their foot speed and um but even still when the Canucks got their opportunities they weren't really putting in enough of a, they weren't, they weren't reaching far enough to try and get to make, to make something happen. And it took, you know, the first goal was a power play goal. Great. Like a night, a nice power play goal, but still. Uh, And then it took, you know, Bo Horvat going on an awesome individual effort to even, to get any sort of uh, energy going from his, from his, from the rest of his teammates. And, that's not what you want. That's not what you should expect out of a team literally playing their first home game in front of fans in, in year, in over, a, in over two, like almost two years. Like you should, you, you expect, you expect a much better effort. You expect a much more like a, a team coming out and playing um, just like high energy, emotional hockey and really you didn't see that they're like very early on in the game they looked slow they looked like they were kind of just gliding around the ice there was like they, it it just wasn't there the effort was not there
1: yeah so we'll talk about uh last night's game against the Minnesota Wild to lead off the show uh we'll then talk about the pump up video for the Vancouver Canucks yes. season that they played before uh every home game because it's getting a lot of uh, praise online. I think rightfully so. It, it looks pretty cool. And I will end the show with a little bit of talk about me, me personally, because as, as Lachlan mentioned, uh, this <laughs> is my last show uh, today. So uh, let, let's get right into it. The Canucks lose to the Minnesota Wild last night, 3-2. to two. Um, You know, I, I tweeted this out right after the game. We And we mentioned this. I mentioned this specific fact on... The uh, on the podcast yesterday, that the Minnesota Wild were playing their third game in four nights, uh, after trap after playing in Nashville and getting walloped in that game. Uh, so if, if there was a spot to play a, a team in your home opener, this was a good spot three games in four nights traveling. Like, I don't know how, if people know their geography that well, but Nashville to Vancouver is almost halfway across North America. Like, it, it's a long flight, like, you're going all almost down to like the southeast, all the way up to the northwest. In uh, in Vancouver, so it, it, it's quite it's quite the travel for uh, for an NHL team, even on a chartered flight. So if there was a spot to catch Minnesota Wild, it would have been this 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 game. But you you wouldn't you wouldn't have seen that, or you wouldn't have known that watching the game last night. The Canucks just look flat. Like it, 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 let's just call a spade a spade. They looked flat. They didn't have the energy. They turned in a completely lousy effort. Uh, in, in my opinion, they played like a wet piece of cardboard. Like just blah. And it, yep. it was a disappointing effort for a, for a home opener. It would have been a disappointing effort, I think, in you know the fifteenth home game uh, yeah, of the game. season. But in any game, but the fact that it was the Minnesota's third game in four nights, the fact that it was the first game with a full house or you know actual no limits on capacity in uh, since March of last year it really a- magnified it. I think only players who can come out of that game saying that they had a good game. Were maybe Bo Horvat for scoring the goal, like you mentioned, uh, in the third period to give the Canucks any sort of hope. Uh, Thatcher Demko it was his usual self; he made a, a few big saves to at least keep the game in it. Maybe you can throw in someone like Brock Besser. He had a he had a couple of good chances. He had that great he had the great chance on the two on one with a pass from JT Miller that he maybe should have scored on, but still a great save by Cam Talbot. And but he obviously whiffed on that one timer on the on the power play, which is not. Brock Besser were used to seeing, right? So I think overall, uh, just just a lousy effort. And I say effort because it was in, in the third period, you expected a push from the Vancouver Canucks to try and get in back in this game. And besides that goal yeah. from Bo Horbat, it was there was just nothing there.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at the I'm looking at their time on ice, at the Canucks time on ice right now, and I'm kind of like just trying to get an idea of what went of where things went wrong here. Um one of the things that um i do remember from the first period that i did like was like you mentioned besser and jt miller and then but and you throw in vasily put in there that line looked decent in the early going like they really actually there was some there was some pop there there was some there was something they looked like they had a little bit of energy going um and then i'm look but i'm looking at the time on ice uh vasily put played only six minutes and 22 seconds meaning he basically got like no shifts in like the second and third period like mm-hmm. he got very li- which he was clearly he got clearly far and away the least amount of ice time and i'm kind of like wondering why he he didn't he didn't look particularly out of place at any point during that game so i don't know why the well the whole
1: Puff thing comes back to alex chase on uh, he obviously scored the, the the first goal for the vancouver he's not coming off pp1 for like two weeks now because he scored that goal a tap-in from a, from a great pass from Elias Patterson. So the battle between him and, you know, Pod Colson is going to be interesting because I don't think Pod Colson is in the lineup
0: tonight with, without those injuries. Right. Um, possibly, probably, maybe not like, I think they, I think part of it was, I think the Canucks wanted to put facility, Pod Colson in the home opener kind of thing. Like, I think it was a little bit of, Wanting, yeah. you know, wanting, you know, wanting your star, your star for 10th overall pick to play in that, to play in that first game. I think they might've just, uh, I think they might've left him in the press box, uh, had it not been that first game, but also like with chase on, uh, chase on was like, you, like, like you mentioned chase on, you know, is in competition a little bit for ice time with goals. And he played the second, uh, least amount of, i of time last night, he played 852. The difference being that uh, three minutes and 51 seconds of that. So basically, so close to like half of it was power play, was on the power play. So he only played really about like four and a half, five minutes. Yeah, And not very noticeable at five five on five. At five on five, no, because he's not really helpful in that. He's not helpful in that role when you have guys like uh, Pedersen, Horvat, and uh, Besser, right? Like you don't need You don't really need him at that spot. Um, also just looking at some of the Canucks, like some of the situations the Canucks ran into last night. Um, holy cow. Uh, Quinn Hughes played 28 minutes, played 28 and a half minutes. And I think that was helped
1: with, uh, Tucker Poolman going down early in the second and them having to play five for for a big chunk of the game. Right. And obviously we, we are recording this, uh, Wednesday morning, no update on Tucker Poolman. Uh, I think Travis Hamnick is going to have to quickly, uh, have a quick uh, conditioning stint on the AHL cuz they might need him pretty soon on that right side, right?
0: Yeah, they they might bring him pretty quick here. They might bring him t- they might bring him into the lineup pretty quick here. I think uh I think they're going to have to try Luke Shen at least for one game and see how that goes. Um but yeah, uh Hughes played 28 minutes. Uh Tyler Myers played 25. Yeah. Um and well, then Tyler Myers at- always plays big minutes when
1: the Canucks are trailing, right? Like he's he's very clearly used by the coaching staff as a defenseman they want to play a lot when they're trailing because he has the puck skills. Not so much not so much when they're trying to
0: defend the lead, right? Yep. This is why I've been very adamant that uh Tyler Myers needs to be moved up. Like Tyler Myers' true fate is to be moved up to the fourth line uh as a as a winger. That should be that's that's where he belongs, I think. Um and but yeah, like even like the Canucks forwards got into 20 plus minutes, which is really really weird like you almost never like you never see that during uh a regular nhl regular like a regular nhl game you j- almost never see multiple like forwards getting into like creeping into over plus 20 minutes mm-hmm. right like horvat had 22 had 22 peterson was in 21 miller was in 21 and that that's 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 a lot of ice time that's a lot of ice time to that's a that it's 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 more than you should probably be giving to your players, like in the sense of like you can really cook those guys pretty quick if you're shortening your bench that quickly into a game to the point where they're getting that much ice time. Um, And I just and I think that part of is kind of factored into why they looked kind of lackluster in the late going because they were kind of just running out of gas a little bit.
1: Yeah, and uh, Elias Patterson, not another kind of subpar performance from him. Eventually, he's going to figure it out. He's too good of a player, I think, to go this long with a noticeable slump in play. But, let you know, again, let's call a spade a spade. It wasn't a good game from Elias Pettersson. But you could also say that, I guess, if you want to defend Elias Pettersson for a lot of connects forwards, right? Like, not a good game for a lot of them. But One thing I've noticed from Elias Pettersson specifically is on the power play, right? there's a, There was a few times in that game or a few instances where the puck comes from a cross crease pass and he could have one timed it could have you know had that classic P bomb from the point that we saw in the first two seasons and he decides to not take not take the one timer kind of stop and and try and you know pick the corner with a wrist shot and by the time he he's getting ready to shoot the defender is it, it has slid over and is blocking the shot and then he's got to you know pass it or pass it back to the point or what have you like that's one thing that's noticeable with the Bet. like something or someone must have gone in his head because he doesn't seem to want to take those one-timers on the power play nearly as much anymore.
0: Yeah. He seems very hesitant to take that shot, which is, yeah, it's a shame because he's got a, he's got a, he's got a great shot. He's got an incredible shot. Um, I, again, I don't know why that's, you know, we've talked about it a lot in recent days. I don't know why that's, that's the way his, uh, his, that's the directive he's kind of gone for here. Um, it, 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 uh, it worked slightly to his advantage on the, on the, uh, on the chase on power play goal where he slapped past it kind of into the, into the crease, right. And literally chase on all chase on just has to do is put his stick in front of it and let it like deflect in. He will never it, score like, an easier in goal in. in his life. He will never score an easier goal in his life. And, and, uh, I, I was laughing about, I was laughing about it last night. I was just like, of course the first Vancouver goal in front of fans in years it's Alex Chase <laughs> and it's it's not like it's not like like it, it's not like any of the big names it's literally the guy they brought in just to be the power play like knock the puck in and even then it was like most of us after seeing it multiple times were like get this guy off of power play one he's completely useless he doesn't do anything um especially considering he was getting picked put that in that spot over say like Brock Besser it was yeah. Like, well, he scored, so he's going to be on
1: it for at least another week. Oh
0: god, it's such a, it's such a gal, it's such an over, overthinking. It's like such overthinking by the coaching staff to like be like, oh, this is the guy we got to throw him in. We got to throw him into the power play one. We're going to only have him just for that and never play him at even strength. It's such galaxy brain thinking, and yeah, the Pedersen is str- is just can't seem to get the get the shots he never seems to find the shot that he wants like because cause you know because you know with pd to take the shot and he sees the shot that he wants at least that's what it's been in the in seasons past so to see him never finding that opportunity seems to i don't know whether it's all the the unusual number of posts he's hit i don't know whether it's the A a nagging issue, wrist issue, or something, or like injury issue. I don't know what. He's just very, very hesitant to take that last shot. And it's costing him, and it's costing him quite a bit. I think a lot of players you could kind of throw into similar categories as well. Like I mentioned in the like final 30, and this might have been before we started the show, but um, the thing that drove me the most crazy is the Canucks were down, down three to two. Last minute of play, goalie pulled, Demko's pulled for the extra attacker. They have they have the puck. They have it hemmed in the wild zone. They are not really facing much pressure from the wild. They have the time to get a shot up, to get the shot, to get a shot off, to try and just shoot and shoot a puck quick into the front. There's people there ready to crash the net to get rebounds. They spend the majority of that time passing the puck around like doing like the way they do it. On it was court. so frustrating to watch passing, passing. It was so and, frustrating. And the shots well, that
1: they chose were wrist shots from Quinn Hughes from the point. I just completely missed the net. And,
0: and to be fair, Hughes is usually wild, like money, like at least for getting the puck on net from that spot, like usually, but the, I was the one that drove me the most crazy was literally. And this is, again, this is like, I'm watching like they're passing. It's the like, at Petters, the ice JT Miller. JT Miller has a lane to take the shot there's no defenseman in front of him where he ca- in front of in front of the puck between the lane between the puck and the lane i'm literally yelling like shoot at my at my tv uh which, I'm, which i don't do often i'm not one of the people who's like in the building going like shoot it like every time time. oh i'm definitely that like, guy but there, I was literally yelling at him, shoot. And Then he back passes it to back to Hughes, like he goes behind, like he does, like the behind back pass to Hughes. Well, He's the, doing the doing whole that se- that was-
1: sorry, Lachlan, that whole sequence with the man advantage is very similar to what happens on the power play. is It's very static, and they like passing it around, you know, Pedersen, Miller, and Hughes up at the point.
0: Like it, it's very noticeable at this point. They're they're waiting for a perfect shot that's never going to come, and I'm like, why are you doing like why? are you doing this just shoot it on net put it low into the pads force uh Talbot to kick out a rebound and Horvat is already parked there to get the to get to whack in the puck just go for it don't don't wait for this perfect lane to open up to get this great shot that's going to look perfect on highlights later you just got to get it on net you just got to get the shot on goal
1: yeah and, and maybe just to wrap this up one silver linings thing I think uh, that we can take going forward is they had a very poor effort against Buffalo as well, and they managed to bounce back with two wins uh, against the Chicago Blackhawks and the Seattle Kraken, right? So, you know, I, it, it, silver linings in that sense that this team I think can recognize themselves that that was a poor effort and you know fix some things and show a bit more effort uh, Thursday night against the uh, the Philadelphia Flyers who are who are in town, but it was just it was just a, a, a game where they didn't have. the the effort and they they turn it a lousy effort and that's generally what i take from this
0: game yep i think the best way to look at i think the best example of that really is the fact that you look at the shots on in the third period vancouver had five they had five shots on goal the entire third period one of those was Horvat's goal and then the other four were whatever like that's Mm -hmm. not that's unacceptable losing a game like you gotta you have to come out with a you cannot be getting uh, run through and getting outshot in the third period in a game where you're trailing
1: absolutely that's just uh that's just unacceptable frankly uh we're going to talk about the canucks pump up video that they played in the arena and it's all over their social media channels so of course if you weren't at the game you can watch on twitter youtube uh, instagram whatever your favorite social media platform is uh but before we do that a quick word from our friends at built bar did you know that built bar has so many delicious flavors there is something truly for everyone when you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. You've got flavors like coconut, cherry barcia, mint brownie. I'm a classic flavors guy. I like the strawberry, the orange, the cookies and cream. And if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box. Well, you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. They have 7 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180 and only 4 to 5 grams of sugar. Go to built.com and use the promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 50% off at built.com. So, Lockman, one of, one of the good talking points I think we can take away from this game was nothing that even happened on the ice. It was a pump-up video. that The Vancouver Canucks are going to be playing for their uh their home games uh throughout the season uh a lot of people cool. it, online. it it got great reviews uh I, I liked it i watched it but personally uh i'm not a big avengers guy i'm not a big mcu yeah, guy. I, I, yeah we were talking yeah. about this before i think the last you know true marvel movie i watched in theaters was uh iron man 2 back in 2010 when i was in high school so and at this point it's been like 11 years i, I i'm too afraid to try and catch up to what's going on right now i'm like the I'm like the old like ape simpson old man yelling at cloud like what the hell's going
0: on like <laughs> yeah. it's just like it, disney it, it, plus is like is 10 a month they have every movie you could go, it, it, you it, could it feels like time. it feels like
1: the the marvel cinematic universe has passed me by uh, at, at this point but I, it was still a cool looking I, video it had elias I, patterson as a jedi jt miller as like a lumberjack it was uh, a yeah. the production value was like very very cool and i saw i think it was someone who actually works for the vancouver connects uh, posted um Posted on Twitter, kind of like some behind the scenes uh shots from, from the shoot. And it looked it looked really cool. And it looked like a, a proper, proper production. Uh as someone who briefly worked in film, like okay, I recognize these things. Like this looks like a, a proper, proper production. And to from Vancouver Canucks for uh pulling it off and their production staff were pulling it off. Looks like it was it was a lot of work and took a lot of time and effort and it uh, it, it paid off. I think it's uh it it looks really cool.
0: Yeah yeah with a lot of here's the thing like a lot of the time with with hockey teams in particular whenever they try and do something like a little bit out when they try to do something a little bit crazy or out of the box for like hype videos or any sort of promotional thing usually it comes off as like a little cringy it usually comes off a little yeah. bit like awkward because it's because cl- yeah, you see the Seattle Kraken
1: into- last night where it cut retire the uh, the Metropolitans uh, 1917 oh, Stanley
0: Cup we don't need to talk about yeah. that that's embarrassing I think, are they they get
1: retired to... a, ger- a something every home game like they the climate ledger arena is going to be have like 42 okay. different
0: things by the end of the game if they did that, that would actually be really funny. If they were just like putting it for the sake of a banner after every game, like they were, <laughs> but like it was getting to the point where it's like, it'd be like, uh, I don't know, uh, best chicken nuggets in the NHL, like it's yeah. just something completely random. Actually, that would be funny. That would be very good. If they did that, I would forgive them for the 30, for the 32 things so fast. Um, but, like, again, like, a lot of, like, those videos and, like, those promotional marketing things often come off a little bit cringy. Not not necessarily because they are not putting in the effort, but it's because of things like hockey players aren't actors. They're not, like, doing this – like, they're not used to doing this kind of thing. That's not their what they're paid to do, really. Um, and But the Canucks have kind of – in the two last two or, I guess, three seasons now, the Canucks have done – First, they did a video uh, during the fiftieth anniversary with like the zombies, a la, like kind of like a Game of Thrones esque kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, um, that was really good too. That was really well done. It was really well liked, and uh, people got 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 uh, got into it. Um, this one is takes it to a whole new level. Um, I will and uh, I, shout out to uh, Wyatt Art, aka the Stanchion. Uh, for uh, on the, the the recent armies putting up uh, on the athletic putting up uh, kind of like trying to like uh, basically tell you which which uh, reference each player is is representing in the show like if you couldn't tell Okay, I'm going like to have to read it. that then cuz am going to a refresh. I'll, I'll read them out real quick like there's okay. not a lot of them. Uh so Brock Besser was Thor. He was basically pulling that out sense. the hammer like uh, the hammer that makes sense. Who, uh, the hair. Uh yeah, the ha- the hair. It's the hair. It's the yeah, it's very much the 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 Mjolnir uh stick thing he got going. Uh JT Miller as Wolverine kind of like a little bit of a Wolverine. Okay, so not
1: a lumberjack. Thing. But he's American, not isn't a- Wolverine Canadian? So he's from Canada. is
0: Canadian. He is Canadian. That is correct. He is uh, can- yeah. He, uh, lo- uh yeah, he is from can- he is Canadian. Uh but that's kinda it's not necessarily like he didn't have the claws or anything, but it was kind of just like that very much the foresty vibe. Yeah, like uh very much a, which is what Wolverine. See, I don't was. know about like, that because JC Miller is American. So if he's ah, uh, what, uh, uh mr mr i don't like canadian thi- like overly canadian forced canadian things <laughs> what suddenly that changes here yeah um, yeah, 100%. um thatcher De- thatcher demko was so thatcher demko more was kind of they gave kind of like they kind of mixed tron with a little bit of iron man like there was kind of like a mixture of both Is tron there. part of the mcu no, it is no it is not. Tron is okay. just uh is just a sci-fi thing. They did they, they kind of mixed a few in. Like they definitely like, for okay. example, like
1: they took like, some creative liberties.
0: Yes, like like the next one is Elias Peterson kind of as like a Jedi, like as a Jedi Star Wars. Star Wars is not MCU, it's just another side. It is thing. Disney though. So it is Disney. Tron is also Disney. That is also okay, there's, that makes your, sense there's your connection then. Uh that was really cool. Just seeing him doing the force with the lightsaber hockey stick, honestly. Rocked so hard And like how they have him literally on a random Like desert planet like tattooing Like that rocks That absolutely rocks Um Quinn Hughes was Spider-Man Which was like It was kind of a very subtle Spider-Man Where he literally is like running pulling out the Hockey jersey out of the bag like very much A la Tom Holland like running into a Back alley to pull Spider-Man's Costume out of his like school bag Loved that uh it's uh connor garland as the flash that's dc but uh i guess you could kind of if you wanted you could also potentially like uh say he's maybe like quicksilver uh from x-men if you wanted the marvel uh, definitely
1: know who he is
0: quicksilver uh uh quicksilver is um um uh the is one of the uh the uh the Maximoff twins from uh, Age of Ultron, uh, of course, played uh, uh, Pietro, uh, also played by uh, Evan Peters in the X-Men movies. Um, okay, yeah, uh, definitely
1: heard of all those guys.
0: Yes, I, I am definitely, these are references that I cl- you clearly get. Um, News Hoaglander, I think was, I guess, like, uh, Wyatt guesses was kind of like the human torch because he was kind of like throwing hockey pucks, like fire hockey, like hockey pucks on fire, like kind of, but like. Like moving them around, like uh, like I guess like kind of like a human torch esque okay. deal, yeah. Fantastic, so like fantastic Four, so like yeah. Fantastic Four, exactly. There you go. Uh, Oel just kind of did like the Superman pulling the shirt out, like chest thing, like uh, that, like like Clark Kent. That was uh, that was that was pretty clear. And then and then Bo Horvat as Batman was interesting. They, went I from- was going
1: to ask if Batman's in there since he's not part, he's not Marvel i know that oh
0: bo, bo was definitely i thought bo was maybe going to be like based on like just how- i was kind of like wait is he nick fury is he playing samuel l jackson's character here because that rocks like they just have him with an eye patch like over he's yeah. like yeah i would be i would be so into that uh i don't mind the batman-esque thing but like the what what uh wyatt co- talks about here is like Literally, one of the biggest brands for him over the years has been that he's like the is he's basically Captain America, like he's Captain Canada, uh, for the Canucks. So, why would they go with Batman for him? They should have him with the shield, they should have him with the full, like that, that kind of a getup, which would have rocked, yeah. Um, and then just like, and then <laughs> I like the bonus. His bonus says guys who work out at the gym, which are Jason Dickinson and also Tyler Mott, was in there. Tyler Mott was in the nice. Video. Uh, tell them about who's at the game as well. Brandon Sutter was also at the game. I I should also point out like uh just like uh, completely unrelated, um uh, we haven't heard much from like what the deal was was with Brandon Sutter and like like what he's dealing with like we know basically what it is. Uh but like we hadn't seen or heard from him. So to see him at the game I was legitimately like, "Oh, it's really really good that he's here." Like I wasn't sure if he was even in the province. So to ha- see him at the game last night and actually attending was very good. It was very yeah, nice. No, that that, that was a, that was a cool moment. Um, but yeah, so if you haven't seen the video, go check it out. It's really, really good. It is more good than it has any right to be. When they did the thing, literally, when they did the thing where basically, like, straight up, Thatcher Demko's mask, like, goalie mask, like, sh- like uh, attaches to his face in the same way that, like, Iron Man's helmet does, I was losing my mind i'm like this is the greatest thing i've ever seen this is this is i r- love this r- right so up much. your alley hockey yes. and so like i am yes i am the guy who loves who loves marvel movies if you've seen my other show the crease cast we our player of the game award is the infinity gauntlet we hand that out every show we hand that out every show um also i don't know this this one here's a reference you might remember nick it's um, if you remember back in 2011, uh, back in 2011, the NHL did this thing called The Guardian Project. Yes, remember I remember that. that. that had, it, was know, the, it was terrible. It was They're very it, cringe. They did one thing at the All-Star Game with it and then nothing else. I think they made a book, and I know that because I own that book. <laughs> because I own that book. I have that, that the one comic they ever made with all like 30 of the Guardians in it um including the canuck that's basically like a batman character it's really cool to see the uh to see now years later like now that like the mcu has fully come through and is fully like like ingrained in like human in like pop culture now um like it was relatively new i think at that time like uh, i think the first iron man movie only came out in like 2008 Uh, and that was the start of the MCU. So it was only like three, about three years, like three, four years old. At that point, it was still very, very new. The first Avengers hadn't even come out yet. Um, so the NHL really, you could tell they didn't know what they were doing with it. Whereas if you did it now, if you did something like that now, which the Canucks kind of just did, it would rock. And it absolutely rocked. Go watch that video, please. It's so good. I hope they make, I hope they make an actual comic book now. Like, I hope they literally pay, like, Get a local artist and like some local writers to sit down and write a comic. If they're looking for someone, I'll do it. I will write that comic for you. I can't draw. Can you draw? I need to hire. I can't draw, and I can't. I cannot draw for my life. But I can absolutely write superhero comics if if uh, if if called upon. Canucks hire me to do that.
1: Yeah. If anyone in the like Vancouver can Canucks free. is listening.
0: Okay. Uh, you,
1: you just, you just gave up all your leverage in any negotiations. You're, you know yeah, you're, right. you, your,
0: you're right. You're right. Don't give my, my good, my good, my talents away for free. Uh, uh, pay me. I'll do it. Pay me. I'll absolutely write you a whole comic Canucks comic arc.
1: Yeah. You'll, you'll find a way to do it. I know you're very passionate uh, about that sort of stuff. And you know what? If you go to a home game this season, you'll, you'll be to watch the video in Rogers arena. I know you're going to game soon. I'm going to game soon. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching it. Uh, on the you know the jumbotron in Rogers Arena should be a uh, should be a cool experience if, if I can remember to get to my seat uh, in time to to watch it because I'm usually out buying beer uh, oh, you're the,
0: <laughs> at oh, that you're point. One of those guys, huh? I'm, I'm the I'm, I'm, I'm one, the, one of those I guys. Up, I'm one of those guys who I sh- I am the show up at doors open 5 p.m. guy. Oh, you're and that that's guy. Partially and that's partially actually and that's a little bit more due to the fact that now that since I've started doing media stuff, um, I'm I'm somebody that needs a little time to get like set up with my computer and everything. I need to kind of just get into my like space you and bring start your- working on when I go Did to media, bring when I do media, not. Oh, like I thought you brought paying. your laptop no. like as as a no. paying customer. Be, that's weird. I I if uh, if they didn't have the stupid bag rule now, uh, I and I there were places to actually sit at a table. I might honestly, uh, but like generally, but no, I don't. I don't show up as a regular. Like when I have just a regular ticket, I don't show up with my laptop. But when I do press stuff and I'm actually there on like media on yeah. on when on you're the when job, you're
1: when you're being a big J journalist. I am,
0: I am usually the first one in the press box. Like I'm usually the first one there, be, not because I am, which is unusual for me in general, because I'm usually late to things. Uh, but I am very much the, I need to get set up. I need to start working on something. I had use the first hour to work on something ahead of time to prep, to prep stuff. I need that kind of extra hour. So now I've gotten into that habit of whenever I'm going to a game, I'm always like there when doors open because I always just need to be there nice and early, get my seat, get settled in kind of thing.
1: Yeah, you know what? Do do any other media members like show up and be like, what the hell is this guy's problem? He's here at like five o'clock.
0: Now, to be fair, I have never like I have never done that. Like for obviously I've never done uh, the, the two. The only time I've done a Canucks game, I was there. I was there with uh, Clarissa and Arash, so we were all traveling as a group, so we all showed up together, and we all showed up like closer to around like 6 or something or like the hour, like right like before like warm up start basically. Um, and that was also just due to like COVID protocols. They, You know, you couldn't stay in the building or anything. You couldn't be there for an extended period of time because they need to do like the whole like wipe down, like spray down and everything last year. Um, but like uh, at the end of the other games that I've done, uh, usually only like one or two media people show up. So it's not unusual that I'm the first one there because they're like, yeah, you're, that would make sense. You're one of like maybe two who's going to be here. So someone's got to show up first, right? <laughs> so they don't know. So like, who? so who knows, right?
1: Yeah. So uh, just to get back on track, everyone go watch, go watch that video uh, that Vancouver Connects posted. Again, it's on all their <laughs> social media chan- channels. Go give it a, give it a watch. Uh, it's definitely it's so worth good. your time. And it's about four it's minutes. So, so not it's not going <laughs> to take too much of your time. Anyways, uh, we're going to end the show in just a minute with our last segment. Uh, but first, a word from our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball, football, and hockey action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCK ON to receive your bonus. From ba- basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for The 2021 season bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Okay, so we mentioned it off the top of the show. Uh, we mentioned it uh last week when I when I made the official announcement. This is, this is gonna be my last show for locked on Canucks. Um, it, it, it's tough because I, I, I started this because I, I had a passion for talking about the Canucks, I like podcasting, but. I guess I can say what my what my new job is. I'm going to be a publishing editor at Covers, which is like a sports gambling uh, news uh, not news, but just a sports gambling uh, publication. They have a few websites. It's going to be a publishing editor there, so I'm not going to be able to uh, to do uh, this podcast uh, because of it. And uh, you know what? I ha- There's a saying: "Lock don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. I'm happy this happened. I'm very happy this happened. I'm happy I got to do this for." just over a month i think i started i uh, started doing this podcast with you when like late september kind of like yeah, kind of middle yeah. of the preseason and then we started to do it and then we did for just over a month so not that long of a have a run for a podcast yeah, yeah. but you know what I like, mean, I'm, I'm still glad i got this the opportunity episodes,
0: if you look at the episode number like that's pretty uh that would uh imply that we've been together on the show a lot longer than most podcasts right like most podcasts yeah. when you think about it i mean this is obviously a bit of a different case because it's not like it's not like we're just two buddies who met up and we're like hey let's do a show like yeah. this was this was this was a job for this, this was this was
1: a arranged marriage of podcasting at the, yeah, fr- at exactly. the first part
0: exactly um and um You know, lots of shows don't make it very, you know, lots of shows don't make it very long as a group because either they realize like, you know, it's a lot of, it's a big time commitment. It's a lot of like, you know, sometimes this is like, oh, our inside jokes don't mesh well on, on, uh, on with other people. They don't get them. Uh, Weird. Uh, but yeah, like, so a lot of shows generally, like they always say like the best, like shows often take like a good podcast. That's actually going to last a good amount of time. Usually takes about 11 shows. It usually takes like 11 specifically because you've been doing it for a bunch for a few months and you've gotten into a regular rhythm of doing it to a point where you hit that kind of that 11 episode. Mark is kind of a good marker. Who um, do that. Uh, I've heard it from a couple people. Like I've heard it from a few, like I've heard it from a few because the idea is that, you know, usually you do a podcast once a week. So once you hit, it's easy to do it. Like the first few times, once you hit 11, you've done it for over three months, generally by that point, or like around three months you're kind of like into that and you're kind of into that rhythm of doing it to the point where it's routine it's part of your situation and you've done it enough that you know the show is kind of good and you've or at least you know or like the show is um like the uh you know you how to do it you know how to do it to the best okay. of your ability at least right um so yeah but we've we've been over this for about you know 30 episodes i think by this point yeah easily room, easily over like, 30, 30 episodes cuz we've been doing it for over a month yeah, like uh, clo- yeah, at least around that point, point. and um, yeah, that's a lot of shows. It's a lot of like, obviously, yeah. You and I had had maybe one conversation before this, and that was to do, and that was when I came on your your old show, Power yeah. of the. Towel. I never got
1: the I never got the call back, but that's okay.
0: I'm you not, never I'm got the. It. You didn't. We didn't. We have like you know what in you and literally oh, god too many people uh, on my other podcast. We have not. Uh, we have had one guest in the last year. Uh, and that was and that was, and it wasn't even a Canucks person. It was my it was my friend Brian from Nashville talking about the Predators. Uh, it, we have not this year. We're gonna we're committing more to doing guests. Uh, actually yeah, but now I'm here. but now um, I'm not
1: like doing any Canucks stuff. So like, what's well, the point of having me on?
0: That is so. That actually was a couple things. I feel like we should actually kind of do your exit interview in a way here. Oh,
1: okay. So like in in a, in
0: a sense of like in maybe not so much in terms of like this show, but in terms of like going forward so you know you used to write for next misconduct uh yeah. you don't you don't do that anymore um now you're gonna be writing full-time doing ga- uh like sports gambling that well kind of thing. I, i'm gonna be editing
1: mostly other people's work i may write occasionally but it's not mo- the job oh, you'll be writing.
0: surprised how much writing you'll do as an editor <laughs> as if i know anything about that okay
1: well you know well yeah no i might i might have to write no doubt about it i might have to i'll write to edit other people's work but you know what? Mm-hmm. It, it should it should be interesting. I, I'm not going anywhere on Twitter. You can still see my 100 percent correct Canucks takes uh, on my on my Twitter page at Nick Bondy. Uh, I haven't got mm-hmm. hired by an NHL team, so I'm not going dark on social media or anything like that. So I, I'm still gonna watch the team. I'm still gonna be you know tweeting my thoughts on the team. God knows, you know, I have I don't have that many followers, but I have enough people following me that I think I my opinion matters at least in, in a small way. So I'm gonna still be talking about the team and everything. I'm just not
0: going to be able to do a, a, a podcast
1: for the time being
0: uh, at, le- at least not this one at least not yeah. you know this one which uh because you know there's the you know it's at least not this one in particular um the which was which kind of leads me into my other question do you see yourself doing canuck stuff for yourself just for fun like kind of just uh on the side or do you plan on kind of just being like using this as an opportunity to kind of move off from that from that kind of side of like of sport of coverage and move into this. New, in this I, I, new to,
1: to be honest, I, I have no idea. Like I'm going to start this job and see what it's like and then make a decision from there. My, my just right now, I, I feel like this is my, I'm retiring from the podcast game, but this is like my Michael Jordan going wow. to baseball retirement. It's like my wow, Michael Jordan on. going to baseball retirement. Full I, I will be back. podcasting. Wow, I, I will be back. I will be back in some capacity at some point. I just don't, I don't, I can't say, I can't say for sure how or when, or how?
0: Because yes. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I haven't started this job yet. I'm starting tomorrow. That's why my last yes, day is today. I'm starting is, tomorrow. Yeah, that's why it's Wednesday. That's why it's today, not like Friday. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. And I'm trying to think of like in terms of just uh. You know, Oh. Uh, well, like out of this experience, you know, because this is a this is a different experience, and probably this is really such a different experience from any like show you've probably like show or like job you have probably had before this in terms of like mm-hmm. talk coming in, having a like doing a show every single like five days a week uh for half an hour uh what have you taken out of this be it like you know good experiences bad experiences like what kind of stuff like have do, what kind of like lessons in terms of career stuff have you taken out of this <laughs> I I know like I'm having I'm a job
1: interview right it. now man good lord yeah
0: well it's a, it's a little <laughs> bit of an extra interview like so like for me for example like one of the things i've taken you know, out of it is like sorry go ahead i as like radio people like i've learned like that radio like uh anyone who does like a a, Mo- a monday to friday 3 hours like radio show they're doing the lord's work like i'm like sometimes i'm like w- sometimes i feel like you and i were like we're like struggling to find something to talk about yeah. sometimes for 30 full minutes and those guys have to do it for 3 hour for 3 hours now in the in fairness it's their full time job. It's yes. their full time job. They've been they doing it for years. They went to school show. for it. They're not, yeah. You and I, like you and I, obviously, we have different hustles as well. Like I write, a, like I write more. I write a lot. I do a, you know, I do videos. Sometimes I have another podcast. Like, so sometimes it's harder to find like that 30 minutes of what is perfect to talk about right here. Like, but uh, th- I, three hours of that, three hours of this is a lot. So, like, even ha- I, I found, I've, I found a, Greater appreciation for radio people. I don't know about you, but that's my. Take oh yeah, no,
1: definitely. It's, it's also they sound so much better. <laughs> like they, said, they don't <laughs> have they don't, they don't have any crutches like I do when I talk. I listen back and I'm like, okay, yeah. And you listen back to like a, a sports at six fifty podcast that used to be on air. They sound totally different. And but you know what? What was fun about this and what I learned from this is doing a podcast with someone else. You know, I, my, my original that's podcast right. for Nexus conduct was just me and. Uh, I I would bring guests on every week because I just wanted someone to talk to every week. And I thought, and I wanted like someone to, to talk about the Canucks with, and I got that with you every day. Then you have to look for guests, which can be kind of a grind sometimes and trying to like coordinate all that stuff. As you know, it can be kind of a grind, but like, it it was fun just talking to you about Canucks and you know, we did this just over a month. I can already consider you a friend. I hope, I hope that's the same for you. Likewise.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We have gotten to know each other pretty darn well over, like, again, because we we basically you and I, talk, even though like, we've you never, never, we ne- yeah, we've never I- met
1: face to face, yeah, you and met face to face.
0: I talk to you more than I talk to most of my friends because literally <laughs> I'm talking to you every single day. Uh, that's, and that's, you know, that's a, uh, it's uh yeah. When you're, when you're in this business, sometimes it's uh, you know, it's hard. You're, you're always working. You're always kind of doing stuff. It's kind of hard to find that opportunity to like talk to other people and to have those conversations. So it's like, it's, it's, the routine is very nice. The night and being able to actually like have somebody who you chat with every single day about sports uh and about the sports you like whether or not whether or not even like you agree on everything like it's it's very nice it's nice to have that conversation every single day and to do it like on a uh yeah it's been and yeah it's been uh it's it's been pretty it's been pretty real it's been fun uh yeah you're i definitely consider you a friend as well like it's been uh it's been it's quite interest. it's been quite a wild ride it's been uh, over the last like month or so doing this um Yeah, and I, I, again, I didn't even factor in the fact that, right, you were, you, like, you were like me in the sense of, you know, we both started out our podcasting careers with no, like, co-host or anything. Like, we were starting it out, like, because The Crease Cast was very much a show that was just me. Uh, That was just me for about the first 50 or so shows. Like, and honestly, it got really hard to do, like, later on, it got really hard to do shows regularly because... I hated not having having to kind of play both sides of a of like a of like a conversation kind of thing, right? And kind of having to like basically beat like both people and being like, well, let's not be too crazy here. No, we gotta be insane about this, like having to do both of those, right? Um, and so once I brought like my my buddy Cody Sievertson in to do uh to do the show last season, like the show got so much better. And I think that was also part of the thing that I noticed that that was why it was so important why I was so why I was so excited to bring you in. For this show was because i was noticing a lot of the same things where i was like i think the show could be better because i'm if i'm not having to do both sides if i'm not having to do full conversation for 30 minutes and yeah the show got so much better it improved immensely uh again very much the case of you are a much better host than i am which is why <laughs> i don't host shows but i'm gonna have to do that a lot more again for the at least for the next little while um, not just here, but also on my other show. So, uh, yeah, it's gonna. It sucks to see you go, but yeah, like you said, it's uh, about uh, you know, uh, it's about smile because it uh, don't cry because it it's over. Smile because it happened very much. So,
1: I appreciate the kind words, Loka, and this because this is a final show. I can finally say this on air. You were a bit too much of a stats nerd for me. That was like the, I- that was that was it.
0: Uh, too much, like, which is hilarious, considering I my best math grade was a C plus in business math, uh, which was, which for any of you who know that, that is the class that you take if you're not good enough for geometry or whatever the or trigonomics or whatever, whatever it is or trig. I did not take trig. Uh, God, I am so bad with stats. It's really funny because yeah, I don't consider myself a stats guy at all. I consider myself uh, well, I consider myself like. Uh, a good healthy mix of both as much as I can uh, just because of, you know, I'm again, I'm not great with math. Other people do that for me. I very much in the God break out a calculator every time I do even like a simple math problem. Uh, that's so that's pretty funny to hear. <laughs>
1: uh, that, that was my, that that's uh, that was my impression going in, uh, in, in all fairness. Uh, it's kind of diminished a bit. Like you said, you're not too much of a stats nerd. You're probably still more of a, of a stats nerd than me. Uh, to be that honest, would, but that
0: would make that would make sense. Yeah, because I again, like if you it's like it's a scale, put, it's a scale. It's very much a scale on the like on the like, say, I don't know, like if we're putting if Harmon Dial is that one is at the is at the front end. And um, God, like. Uh, Pierre Maguire at the very end. I am probably like close to like I'm closer to the Harmon side than I am the Pierre side, but not. You're like. left your, your leaning. Your stats leaning. I'm still around that middle zone, probably. Like I'm still closer to that the higher end of that middle zone.
1: Yeah, you your stats leaning. That's I think that's what we call it. Stats leaning. Stats um, leaning. There you go. And, and just to, you know, quickly uh, put a bow on this. Uh, it, it was a lot of fun to do this podcast with you, Lachlan, uh, it, just over a month. It wasn't like we said, it wasn't too long time frame. but episodes wise, it was a pretty good run with, uh, with lot, both yeah. of us. I, I probably will be back with a Canucks podcast at some point in my life. Uh, again, I I'm starting a new job. I can't say when I literally can't say when I got to figure all this stuff out, but, you know what i think when we do when i do do it another connects podcast i want it with someone like like you like a co-host i think that's what that's kind of where i i'm at with 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 the podcasting is i would probably want to do it with someone i don't know if i'd want to do a a solo podcast uh again but just one last thing thank you to everyone who who's listened to this uh podcast while i was on it while me and lachlan were doing it uh we appreciate the support we appreciate your listens we appreciate the engagement and um you know, again, I'm not going anywhere on Twitter. You can still follow us on Twitter and, and, and chat with us about hockey that way. Uh, not going anywhere in that respect, but just can't do the podcast anymore, which is uh, which is pretty unfortunate. But, you know, like we said, don't cry because it's over. Smile because it
0: happened. And uh, that and, has it for – sorry. And it's not for a bad reason either. Like, you're going on to, like, a full-time yeah. job, which in, in this industry is sometimes very hard to find. So the fact that you're going off to do this thing, like, you're – it's it's not a case of we didn't want to do the shit you didn't want to do it anymore. No, it's not a case of not. like we couldn't we could we couldn't work together. We were too difficult. Yeah. It was very much a case of you literally got a great opportunity that just that. And I wanted to, to comment on this. To do both, and that's but fine,
1: but just, just doesn't work out like that. And like, not always that way. Like...
0: It, yep, it it'll lead to better things. So trust me, it's gonna. It all go. It all gets better as you go. Yeah. You get farther and farther. Eventually, it's the you know it'll just get better. Everything happens for a reason.
1: Yeah. And, but that has it for today's episode of Locked On Connects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Connects your first listen of the day. Make sure your second listen of the day is Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Scott Collin leads on his decades of fantasy hockey and insight and experience every day to help you be the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available on all platforms. Once again, this is Locked On Connects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Nick Bonney. You can follow me on Twitter at Nick. Bond. you can follow Lachlan Irvin at Lock and the Crease, Lachlan, where can people find your writing?
0: You can find me at Canucksarmy.com. I write there from time to time. Uh and uh, you know, and uh I also do uh every uh Monday and Thursday, it's gonna be a different, I think, this week's the second show we're moving to Friday this week. Um and so uh I will still be here for I, I'm still there for the time being. Uh so uh yeah you tuning in it will be me hopefully I'll try and uh wrangle some uh some guest co-hosts to come in and uh fill the Bondi void for a bit. Uh but uh yeah I will you will still be getting your regular Monday to Friday locked on Canucks uh with me uh back to the uh the uh, the, uh, the the original the original show the original show with uh just me on it for a little bit.
1: Yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep on listening. Don't worry. But uh yeah that has it for today's episode of Locked on Canucks. Uh thank you for listening.